the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's NMLS number 3030. The following program is sponsored by True Incorporated. Today on Know the Truth, a special interview with Philip DeCourcy. The greatest gift of all is the gift of God's Son, mm. and it gets lost. Mm. People forget what this season is about. It's Christmas. It's not Xmas. Mm. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's about the fact that God has visited planet Earth. Welcome to Know the Truth. I'm your host, Wayne Shepherd. We're so glad you're with us today as our teacher, Philip DeCourcy, sits down with Roger Kemp for a special year-end interview. Philip is looking back on a fruitful year of ministry, a year that wouldn't have been possible without the support of listeners like you. He's also looking ahead, giving us a sneak preview of what's to come in 2019. And of course, it's Christmas time, and Philip is reminding us of the greatest gift of all, Jesus Christ. So let's listen now and turn things over to Roger Kemp. Thank you so much, Wayne. And Philip, we don't get to do this very often, but I'm always looking forward to these days where I get to sit across the table from you and just have a little chat. This is a preaching and teaching program. Make no mistake about it. But sometimes it's just fun to kind of kick around a few ideas, let people hear another side of you and get to know Philip DeCourcy apart from preaching and teaching the Bible. So thanks for being with us today. Hey, Roger, it's a joy to be in studio with you. And I love this side of it. We don't maybe get to do it enough. You know, I'm not in preacher mode the whole of my life. (laughs) Uh, I talk to my wife. I converse with my daughters. And so to have a conversation with you, but really with our our listeners is a joy. I'm glad we got you because you are running hard and fast. When we look back at the last 12 months, a lot has happened. And a lot of that has been uh, manifest over the radio program. Tell us a little bit about where we have gone this year. Yeah. I mean, what what day is it and where am I? (laughs) But no, it is. I mean, look, you know, we're barreling towards the end of the year. And it's a great time. It it forces you to look back. And we're doing that at at our ministry. We're looking back down the road. Uh, 2018 has been a a great year, a banner year where we embrace new opportunities. And, uh, you know, in our Great Cities Initiative, which came out of our study in the book of Jonah, where God said to Jonah to go to the great city of Nineveh and preach. Uh, God, in his grace, has allowed us to do that. We've got ministries now in cities we were never in. And uh, I've been uh, in cities for both listener events and uh, preaching to pastors and wives. I think we've been to San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, uh, L.A., Washington, D.C., San Diego. Uh, I mean, that's part of it. And a joy because it brings me close to our audience. You know, I may be on the radio, but at the end of the day, my bread and butter is I'm a pastor in a local church. And pastor to pastor is a joy for me, Roger. Being at those pastors and wives' luncheons were just a great thrill. I'm encouraged, actually, too. 
I think I tallied up through our ministry. If we put all of those events together, we have ministered directly in person to some 1,500 pastors and Christian leaders. And I'm encouraged because I I see the Word of God impacting lives. I've met other men who are preaching the Word of God faithfully. And so it's just been a great year, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. You know, I think back of when we stepped through the open door that we call the Great Cities Initiative and took on the new cities and are heard in more places than ever before. Our knees were knocking a little bit. Tried our faith quite a bit because most people may not know, but we actually have to pay for many of the stations that were heard on. And so for a ministry our size, that was a huge, enormous step of faith. But I'm glad we did it. And now you've met many of those people personally. And what a joy that's been. Yeah, I mean, it it has been a leap and it, it hasn't come without downward pressure on our ministry, but we can't always sit down and look at the bottom line. We've got to act by faith. We've done that. And here's what, Roger, I'd just say this, especially in those new markets where we're new, uh, we're a virgin ministry, we're a new voice. I think we've got listeners. I've met them. Right. And, and we're praying that the listening will turn to loyalty. We need them to send money in and support it. I mean, because this is listener supported. I don't take anything from the ministry. We've got some uh, generous people that stand behind us. That can only take us so far for so long. And so I'd make a pitch. If you believe you can trust our message and our commitment to the Word of God, I'm asking you let that listening become loyalty. Get behind us with prayer and uh, with finances because we would like to stay in those markets. And that's not a given, Roger, to be honest about it. Right. And we want to continue to touch lives. And I'm glad to say we get evidence of that every day. I'd, I'd like to read for you a little note that came in recently, Philip, because this is a great point of encouragement. You know, you presented the series called Maximum Security, in which we sort of tested our own sense of peace. There's a yep. lot of reasons today to be worried, to be anxious. And uh, we received a letter from a woman named Ashley. And here's what she said. Know the truth has helped me grow in my faith by better understanding what certain passages of the Bible really mean. This is really helpful right now. And listen to this. Because my marital relationship has bound me in despair, and my love of understanding God's Word is the only thing helping me to endure and survive each day. I mean, that's what it's about. That's that's what gets us up in the morning. That's what makes us do what we do. Lives change through the Word. That's God's work. You know, God's committed uh, to using his word. It will not return unto him void. And when we get these letters, it just reinforces that his word doesn't return unto him void. It brings light where there's darkness. It brings wisdom where there's confusion. In Ashley's case, it has brought, you know, hope where there's despair. It's a light unto her path and a lamp unto her feet. And we love hearing these stories. If God's word is changing you, if the gospel of Jesus Christ is affecting and transforming your life, let us know that we're not going to glory in that ourselves. This isn't about any ambition on my part. But as you would know, it's nice to know that God's using you and lives are being changed. And the other thing about those letters, not only are they an encouragement, but we actually pray over those. Hmm. Uh, I get those letters in mm-hmm. person, and sometimes I'll sit down and write a note to that listener. It's life on life, and we pray over these letters because these are real lives. And the Word of God always meets us right where we are on our good days and our bad days. Let me give you another Example. This came in from Bruce, and Bruce said, uh, Pastor DeCourcy, I'm a faithful listener to your program, and the daily messages really help me in times of fear and confusion as I've been diagnosed with cancer. Please pray for me that I might glorify God in my life no matter what comes. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's heart-wrenching. 
you know, the situations people are in, the battles they face. And if we can be a tonic to them, if we can be an encouragement, in fact, really, let me put it this way, be more theologically correct, if we can get them centered on Jesus Christ, because, you know, a cancer patient, um, a tough marriage, you know, a life situation, it's easy to look in and to look out and, and we forget to look up, you know. Mm-hmm. It's about, hey, get your eyes off Philip de Corsi, get your eyes off you, get your eyes off your circumstances, uh, look on to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. That, I, I love that old hymn or old chorus that I, I learned, you know, turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And if we can bring people to see the glory and power of the Son of God in the gospel, then uh, every effort's worth it. Every sacrifice made is um, a price worth paying. You're listening to a special edition of Know the Truth. We're sitting down today with Pastor Philip DeCourcy. You know, Philip, this program always comes back to the Bible. That's what we're all about, presenting and teaching from the Bible. And uh, this month we've decided to do uh, what we've called internally a Best of 2018 series. I, I don't the know that 10. I really, Yeah, I don't know that I really like <laughs> Whatever that, that means, yeah. moniker because it says something maybe it shouldn't. But uh, what what we because mean by I, that? My, my, what's your best sermon? People ask me. Yeah. I always go the next one. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure we've got to the best yet, but certainly these are messages that have resonated, right? They're the ones that people write in and tell us have meant the most to them, and so we're featuring them again. What's coming up this month? You know, I think I remember reading years ago, Roger um, Spurgeon said, "If a sermon's worth preaching once, it's worth preaching twice," and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, if you even look at Colossians and Ephesians as two of Paul's letters. There's an echo of right. each letter. There's things he's repeating. Peter says, I put you in remembrance of good things. So we're looking at, we're going to do series like Last Stress on Philippians 4, uh, Man on the Run, you know, uh, the drama of Jonah and his rebellion against God. The, you have the advantage. I love that series myself. Uh, John sixteen seven on the Holy Spirit, Jesus says, I must go that the Comforter might come. And that's to your advantage. That's an amazing statement. The incarnate Son of God says, I got to get out of the way that the Spirit can come. Right. And it's going to be to your advantage. And that, that series unpacks the filling of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. Without apology, one of our actually more recent series I really enjoyed with the man of our church on Second Timothy, Paul's swan song, the, the last thing he said. And so, I, you know, not to boast, and it's not meant to be that way. I put a lot of work into these series. I, and, and, you know, it's worth using again and again and again if it blesses our listeners. And it, it seems that these are just messages that have, have resonated. Mm. And, uh, you know, worth preaching once, worth playing a second time. You know, Philip, one of the things that we've enjoyed at Know the Truth is hearing from listeners who come from all walks of life. Uh, it makes no difference the age or status in life. I, I want to read you one more letter that comes mm-hmm. from a young listener who says, I'm 21 years old. Know the Truth has broadened my knowledge about the Bible and daily life. I'm so, so, so grateful, all in caps. I always love that. So, <laughs> for, so, so. Yeah. For this program. I suffer from anxiety, and it's a constant daily struggle. I know I need to strengthen my faith in God's Word, and I'm on my journey to do that with the help of resources like these. Thank you. 
I love it. As we've said, I love any letter. But here's a little footnote to that. This is a 21-year-old. Right. You know, I don't know if I'm over the hill, but I'm 57. (laughs) I'm heading there. My daughters, you know, maybe look at me. I'm as an old fogey. uh, And that's probably true (laughs) to some degree. I'm amazed in some ways, Roger. I love it when I travel or we get a letter like this that, you know what? The Word of God is not bound. It's not bound by time or generation. And I love the fact that our ministry is engaging the next generation. And we want to do that in an increasing manner. And here's what I would guess, too. Uh, That age group is going to benefit more from our ministry than we can benefit from them in terms of their support. Well, that's what I was thinking. When I was 21 years old, I didn't have a whole lot of change in my pocket. And uh, by the way, now I'm older than you are, Philip. (laughs) And I think I can do for this 21-year-old, Lori and I can now, in giving to know the truth what I couldn't when I was 21 years old. And it excites me to think that we're reaching people at all ages of life. Absolutely. And and I, I look back in my life and I remind this generation that Anything they enjoy is often the fruit of investment and faithfulness of the generation that went on before. And so that letter from that 21-year-old, I hope it's but the tip of an iceberg. And we need to get the message to them. And I'm thankful to the listeners that already support us to do that and appeal to, you know, those with the means to do it. Help us to stay on the air and continue to reach the generation to come. You know, one of the consistent themes in the letters we've read today, and certainly a consistent theme in your series called Maximum Security, which we just finished, is this whole idea of anxiety. We have uh, debilitating anxiety in our culture today. It's, it's like an epidemic. And I think we come to God's Word, we come to the program looking for some kind of a stability and hope through it. We do. I mean, and I hopefully the Maximum Security uh, series resonates. In fact, that has, as I think our listeners already know, that's been put into a book form called Take Cover. And we covered those issues of finding security in the hope of the second coming, in, in prayer, in, in a knowledge of the enemy, in, in Christ-centered worship. But you're right. This seems to be the age of anxiety. I mean, you look at the medical field, you look at the doctors are almost you know, their heads spinning, trying to keep up with it. I'm thankful for doctors. There may be physical issues going on there that it requires a doctor. But at the end of the day, I think anxiety is a heart issue. This is an issue where we've got to get our hearts right. We've got to get our minds focused on the Word of God. Remember what we have. Remember that our souls are secure in Jesus Christ. Remember that God is working all things together for good. You know, um, theology is a great therapy. Mm. And we've done that in these series, and I think we've codified it a little bit in these books. But it's a real issue, and, and we exist to help people with their heartaches and their headaches. I like that. Theology is a great therapy. That's a great, There's another book for you. Well, right? here, let me do, you know, because people, I, I'm, I'll guarantee you, the majority of people tend to think that theology is impractical. Right. But what is theology? It's a study of God. And so are you saying God's impractical? Of course not. In him we move and we have our being. Theology is a study of God that's reinforced by the indwelling Holy Spirit where we get answers and truths that put anxiety to death. Mm. 
Philip, as a pastor, I happen to know, like other pastors, you sit down long before you present a message series, and you map out a year, sometimes two years, of what you want to go through in the Bible. It's no different for a media ministry when you sit down and think about, what are we going to talk about and know the truth next year? You map out a diet of spiritual teaching you want our listeners to have. What's what's ahead for next year? Yeah, uh, if I was to give a preview of things to come or to set out the table, I'm excited about um, several new series that I think are going to air in 2019. We've got a series called Total Grace. You know, grace isn't just on the front end of the Christian life. We're not just saved by grace. Uh, you know, we're we're gifted by grace. We're kept by grace. Grace is part of the beginning, middle, and then beyond the end of the Christian life on earth. It's going to be a great series. I can't wait for our <laughs> listeners to hear it. We've got Dare to Be a Daniel coming up. Good. Uh, a series I've done with the men in our church on this great biblical character. This is Daniel in Babylon, far from home, Hmm. a foreign country, exiled. He's a refugee spiritually and morally speaking in a pagan culture. But Daniel stands tall. And in um, a series I promised for a long time to my wife, and uh, it's on heaven. I think she said to me recently, if you don't preach in heaven soon, I'm going to send you to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we've got to get this done. So uh, why not? You know, um, say you're going to, to a foreign country. What we read up, we find out about the culture, what's the things to enjoy, the places to go to. We're going to heaven, Hmm. and we don't read up on it. And we don't, what's it going to be like? Hmm. Uh, We're going to spend our future there. So I want want our listeners to have a heavenly mindset. I want them to realize this is a short and ugly life, and there's a beautiful, unending life happy life to come, and that's just going to be another great series. And I can tell that if I let you, you would preach that series I right now. I do it you, you want to do a series of <laughs> well, we got to keep moving. In a moment, I want you to close our time together by helping us stay a little focused on, on Christmas. But first, um, let's chat a minute about the importance of everyone hearing the sound of our voices right now, them doing something between now and the end of the year. Absolutely. Look, I think I suffer like every pastor does, preacher does. You know, you're a little hesitant to speak about money. Right. But I've got to overcome that fear, that embarrassment. It's not because it's wrong. The Bible's unembarrassed about speaking about treasure, investing in God's work. Um, money's a spiritual issue. Uh, Paul, when he writes in Philippians 4, thanks the Philippians for their fellowship, their koinonia, in terms of the gift they send him through Epaphroditus. So money's a spiritual issue. Mm. Investing in God's kingdom is kingdom work and bears eternal rewards. And I've said it before, but I say it again. You know, I I take nothing from this ministry Mm -hmm. uh, personally. It doesn't enrich my family. We're enriched by the stories we've heard today. Mm -hmm. But we do have an army of volunteers, but we have some paid staff. Um, It it costs us to be on these readers. I'm going to guess people don't think like that. You know, we're a new voice in, in Pittsburgh and Washington, D.C., and and Denver, and and all across the country, that's costing us. Right. And so I just want to lay that challenge out there. We do have needs. You know, Christmas is a time of giving and generosity. I'd like you to put KTT on your shopping list. Uh, Know the Truth needs your support, Uh, both in the stations we've been on in a long time. The the bills don't get any less. Our needs don't get any less with the passing of time. And we're on nine new markets. Would you think about investing in our ministry centers, an end-of-the-year gift? It can be small. We'd prefer it to be great. And, you know, fellowship with us, partner with us, 
uh, in the gospel. We're a new ministry in many ways. Um, why don't you make a new beginning by committing uh, to give us a, an end-of-the-year gift or become an ongoing investor in this ministry? But um, if we've been a blessing to you, I just ask you to be a blessing to us. Your gift today will not only touch your life, but somebody else's who you may never meet the side of heaven. And uh, it is money well invested so that others will hear. Wayne is going to give our phone number a couple times, and he'll also give our mailing address if you would prefer to send something into the mail. You know, Philip, this time of year, I get I get to this point every year. <laughs> I don't know why I don't learn. I get so foggy and busy with the Christmas activities. It's really hard to stay focused on the things that matter most. Would you help us out as we leave the airwaves today? Just help us to stay focused on the reason for the season. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great season. It's the best season. But I don't know if you've ever found this, Roger. Sometimes on a Christmas morning with uh, all the presents opened and a flurry of paper flying through the air, <laughs> we all sit back down in our seat and we think it's over and in. All of a sudden you realize, hey, there's something under there that hasn't been opened. It's that unopened gift, that one that get lost hmm. in all the flurry and fervor of Christmas. And I think there's a little bit of a metaphor there. That happens at Christmas so often. The greatest hmm. gift of all is the gift of God's Son. Hmm. And it gets lost. Hmm. People forget what this season is about. It's Christmas. It's not Xmas. Hmm. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's, it's about the fact that, that God has visited planet Earth. I remember preaching some years ago in a church in Northern Ireland. I was in the pastor's study waiting to go out. And I noticed a, a picture on the wall. It was a signed photograph of James Irwin. He was an astronaut on the Apollo 15 right. mission. He signed it this way. I loved it. The greatest moment in history was not when man stood on the moon, but when God stood on the earth. Wow. Wow. That is the Christmas message. That is the unique, extraordinary, standalone message of the Christian faith. So as you go about the business of this season and you drive to the mall and you visit your friends and you get caught up in an office party, don't let that thought. It's an amazing thought. It's a wonderful thought. And we trust that you will not leave that gift unopened but you'll embrace it. Jesus said, as many as receive me, to them give I the power to become the sons of God. You don't need to be alone. You can have a relationship with the creator of all living things. It reminds us that life has purpose. History is his story. And that you can have a relationship through God's son with God himself. Let me pray, Roger, both uh, for our ministry and for those listening today. Lord, we thank you for what you've done in the life of um, uh, Know the Truth. We thank you for lives that have been impacted, uh, for prayers that have been answered, for marriages that have been healed. We thank you for these letters that remind us that your word is not returning to you void. We pray, Lord, you'd meet our needs. Allow us to glorify you through this ministry. We thank you for the Christmas season. Thank you for the astounding reality that you've visited us. What is man that you would be mindful of him? But you have visited us. Your son has come to bear the message of your love, and that love has that price tag upon it of the blood of your son and his death on our behalf. I pray for those listening today, those that are alone, those that are wondering what is the purpose to life, those that are look up into the evening sky and wonder, what's it all about? I pray that they would engage the Christmas message, they would engage the Christian faith, that they would come to see that they don't need to be alone, that God has visited us, God has come into our world so that someday we might enter into 
his world. I pray that indeed many today will hear this message of hope and peace and forgiveness and embrace your son and may begin that journey into eternal life. For we ask and pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You're listening to a special year-end interview with Philip DeCourcy on Know the Truth. Learn more about how you can support this ministry when you visit ktt.org. On our website, you can also listen to any of the Bible teaching messages that Philip has preached throughout the year. At Know the Truth, it's our mission to present clarifying biblical truth through Philip's straightforward expository teaching. And like Philip explained today, we can't bring you these bold Bible teaching messages without your partnership. As we've stepped out in faith to reach more people in more cities, we're in need of faithful friends like you who will pay it forward. As you've been blessed by the ministry of Know the Truth, we hope you'll give a generous year-end donation today to ensure that more listeners can hear and respond to the gospel. We're committed to preparing clear and convicting Bible teaching. Will you commit to give in order to help us get God's Word out so that men and women can know the truth? Give online at ktt.org or when you call 888-644-8811. And when you give this month, you'll receive the newly produced Know the Truth Journal. It's designed to record your Bible study notes and prayers. Ask for the KTT Journal when you give online at ktt.org or when you call 888-644-8811. As Philip said today, let your listening turn to loyalty as you step up to support the Bible teaching ministry of Know the Truth. Your year-end gift will help keep us on the air in your city and cities across the country. Again, give online at ktt.org. That's all the time we have today. I'm your host, Wayne Shepherd. Be listening again Monday to Know the Truth. Today's program was produced and sponsored by Know the Truth Incorporated. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. This is WAVA General Manager Tom Moyer. As you consider your year-end giving, please donate to the radio ministries that have strengthened your faith. The ministries on WAVA rely on your support, especially at this time of year. Go to WAVA.com, use the keyword give. You'll find a list of ministries that broadcast on WAVA. Click on the name of the ministry and you'll be directed to their website. Thank you for supporting the ministries that have blessed your life and for keeping Christian radio strong in the D.C. area. Hi, my name is Todd Smedley, and I'm honored to be the pastor of Fourth Presbyterian Church in Bethesda, Maryland. Fourth Church is a community shaped by the gospel and is dedicated to Christ-centered worship on both Sunday mornings and evenings. It is our privilege to share our worship service with you every Sunday morning from 11 a.m. to 12 noon right here on WAVA. Please tune in Sunday mornings or come join us at 5500 River Road, Bethesda, Maryland. Thank you, and may God bless you. We really need Christmas this year. I mean, there have been so many headlines. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.